Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We on. Yeah, you know what it do. Welcome you back to another episode of the Gangster Chronicles, and I'm with the homeboys. Big J. We both said the same time, but that's yeah. all right, though. That's all right. We was off. So, we've been cracking, fellas. Oh, ain't nothing much. Getting ready for the summertime. I mean that. Shit, you see, I'm outside right now, man. I'm at the park right now, chilling. You know what I'm saying? I'm outside oh, feeling. I got oh, to man. keep it out here. And, and, and speaking of parks and stuff, we got some breaking news to go. We got to congratulate nephew man on earning his first um, football scholarship, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Karan got a he got offered a scholarship to Graceland University. So uh, it's just the first one, but you know it's one down. So shit, we can uh, breathe a little easier now. You know what I'm saying? The kid will be going to college. You know, not just to play football, but to get an education too, because that's what it's all about. Oh, that's what that's what my thing. So you know. Congratulations to the kid, and you know all the hard work is paying off. You know what I'm saying? You know what that's about, still. Yeah, for sure, and that's the main thing about it, man. It's about getting the education, bro. You're not gonna have to go in your pocket to pay for his education. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get room, board, and meet a whole bunch of great people along the way. That's gonna be pivotal to his life because I think about like with my son going to school. The biggest plug we got the football stuff is cool. That's gonna be what it's exactly. gonna be, right? But the people he's met, man, he's met people that's in position to really help him out during his life. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. Exactly. It also makes a parent feel good that the the kid achieved. And this time in day and age, you know, most kids out there doing something, ain't trying, ain't ain't accomplishing nothing. Both of y'all got boys that's in college well, both of my sons went to college, but they didn't play sports. You know what I'm saying? And they good, but man, my hat's off to you two pops. Father. Yes, indeed. Yeah, y'all did y'all thing with your kids, man. Man, That's you know important. what, actually, you know what? All I did was give them a ride to some places, dog. They had to go out and do the work, you know? Exactly. Nah. That's why I'm at right now. I'm, I'm giving a ride and shit. I'm. I'm- <laughs> It, it, it was. It's more to that. I mean, just the fact that you raised your kids right, and then yeah, they got to that point. Now they on their own. Now they make their own decisions, and now they got to do what they got to do to continue their journey. You know what I'm saying? But exactly. y'all did the hard work for 18 years. Well, exactly. Right. Well, you know what it was. I think, man, and I don't know if I'm speaking for you. Hey, you could say your piece with it. I think I just gave my kids the life I I would have liked to have when I was a young a youngster. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I you know you know I think we all had you know uh, played a little sports or whatever when we was kids or whatever. But you know I never wanted to the fact of uh, I just wanted to give my kid uh, opportunities that uh. You know, people I lived around, you know, because nigga live outside of the city and, you know, you get into these neighborhoods where the parents or, you know, they all about their kids and dance recitals or fucking sports or, you know, just and then they go hard with it. You know, oh, my son's training was a thousand dollars and my son's and my daughter's training was this. So I just wanted him to have the opportunities that other kids had. You get me? So. Not that I wanted him to live my dream or, you know, because I knew I wasn't going to be no professional football player or nothing like that. But I, you know, I just wanted to give him the opportunities that other kids in my area was having. You know, like I said, we didn't have a lot of that shit back when we was coming up still. I mean, James, if if kids was in the sports, we didn't have training facilities and, you know, all that type of shit. So I just want to give him the opportunities that other kids had and then, you know, run with it from there. Oh, oh, little Johnny's going to uh, so-and-so training. Okay, you're going to be there too. Oh, little Steve is going over here. Okay, mm-hmm. you're going to be there too. Now, what you do with it is on you. You can because 
I'm not the player and I'm not the coach and I'm not none of that. So he was able to stick with it since five years old. You know, he'll be 18 next month. Uh, he likes football. You know, he wasn't one of those kids who you would have to force to get out there and work out and practice. And, you know, he come home and be moping. He actually enjoyed the sport, you know, so that was his niche. You know, I didn't want him to be no rapper or, you know, join no clique or no bullshit like that. So I gave him the opportunity to play football, basketball, soccer, baseball, and at five years old, he stuck with football, and he's been doing it ever since. So we'll see where it goes from here. It's dope, man. Congratulations, man, to my man, man, the nephew, man. That's dope. And I'll definitely be out there to support some of them games this year. You know, one thing while we on the subject of kids, did you guys see that drive-by, man? Some kids was outside playing, man. I'm talking about little kids. These kids was probably ranging from six to nine years old, just out there having fun, riding their bikes. Some idiot um decides to come up in there and start shooting one of the kids was injured at&t connects an ode to podcast connect the alarm change the podcast you stream connect the snooze 10 more minutes to dream connect the shower lather up with the news sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that three-hour philosophy show change the drive into work and traffic so slow connect the dishes to voices that glow Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. 
Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm wounded. What is going on, man? Oh, yeah, I saw it. The little girl, I think it was a little girl that was shot, and she was hollering for her mama, talking about she can't move her legs. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was sad. You know, being in the streets, getting down the way those cats did in that car, you see what you what you're looking for. If you don't see what you're looking for, you just don't let off on a bunch of kids. You know, but motherfuckers, people are just getting stupid these days and just shooting because they got it in their hand. Mm-hmm. Those kids didn't deserve a rain of bullets. They kids, they weren't doing nothing. And then that little girl get hit. I don't know what happened after the fact, but she probably paralyzed. Yeah, probably I know that's, that's not right, man. That, that's not right at all. And uh, I haven't done the research on it yet to speak on it, you know, fully, but I wanted to bring it up, though. And, you know, right. I want to see, first of all, if you guys saw it. And I just think we in a day of age, man, where don't nobody have no honor. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going like you you see just you just see shit going on. You get me? Uh the snatching grabs and the and the and the killings, just like the 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 the, the Texas shit, you know. Um I I couldn't even tell you what's going on. Like you say, James, we lived by a different code. Right. In our days of gang banging. Um and I, I just don't understand what it is. I don't know if the money done ran out, you know. Motherfuckers ain't getting that EDD no more, that PPP or whatever it is they was coming up on for the last two years. And now people just reckless. You get me? I see motherfuckers, you know, you see people, you see teenagers and young motherfuckers running up in stores, snatching and grabbing. You see motherfuckers back on the killing up kids at schools. And now, you know, with our shit, in our scenario, you know, gang banging and drive by shootings and shit, like like James said, you know, 
you in the car, usually, you know, we spotting who we looking for, that type of scenario. Uh, you usually just don't roll up on the block and see a gang of young kids hanging out, riding their bicycles and skateboards and just start letting off. So the younger generation is is got it a little twisted, I think, with the roles they trying to portray as far as being affiliated or trying to show how tough or hard they is or whatever. The code is just backwards nowadays because now the youth is just like, fuck it, we don't care. You know, it, it, it's anything, it, anything to get noticed, I guess, or to get that rep. You know, like my nigga uh, Guru used to say, just to get a rep. Some of these motherfuckers are taking it to the extreme just to get a rep. But, you know, my thing is, half of the shit we see on social media, is it real? How did they video that, that incident? How you... You was just out there filming the kids and that shit happened. You know what I'm saying? Like they got this little girl, 10 years old, just killed a woman for fighting her mama. A 10-year-old little girl shot a grown-ass woman for fighting her mama. You ain't see that one, right? No, I, I didn't see that. Let me look that up real quick. Hold on. Yeah. 10-year-old girl fight mama. Is it possible 10-year-old girl shoots the lady shoot mama shoots goddamn how do you put it a 10 year old girl shot a lady for fighting her mother but yeah they getting way out with it bro they getting way out with it maybe it's the guns that they use in the day they wait, fascinated wait. with the pistols but here it is james right here LaShawn Rogers, a 41-year-old grandmother and local volunteer in Orlando, was at a Memorial Day barbecue in her apartment complex courtyard when a woman arrived with her daughter, sparking an altercation that quickly turned deadly, witnesses told police. The two women began yelling at each other, apparently airing grievances over a prior dispute related to a social media post. According to an arrest affidavit, both witnesses say the shouting had turned physical after the woman punched Rogers, who hit her in return. At one point in the fight, the second woman, 31-year-old Lucretia Isaac, handed her daughter a purse that contained a pistol, according to the affidavit. As the altercation continued, police say the 10-year-old fired two shots, striking Rogers in the head. A witness told police Isaac yelled, you done shot the lady. Then the witness heard the child scream, you shouldn't have messed with my mama. Rogers died in the shooting, which has left prosecutors grappling with how to proceed because of the suspect's eggs. This shooting is an unmanageable tragedy that defies easy solutions. Florida 9th Judicial Circuit State Attorney Monique H. Warrell said in a statement Tuesday, our office will proceed with care and our primary focus will be on doing whatever we can to support Ms. Rogers' family, protect the public, and improve the health of this child going forward. The girl who hasn't been publicly named because of her age was reportedly arrested Tuesday and could face a charge of second-degree murder. Now, you have a couple of things here at play, right? You got a little girl who was just going off her emotions. She saw someone hit her mom, so she shot her, right? Okay. She's probably going to be in the system. If they don't put her in prison, she's going to be in the system for the rest of her life. Well, if she if she acknowledged the fact and know what she did, she should be at 10 years old. But it's her mama damn fault. Now, this is a parent giving a little girl a purse. That little girl knew what was in that purse. If she didn't know, she wouldn't have went in there and pulled that pistol. Oh, she, definitely. That's, yeah, that's she all. Know mama, she know. She know. Mama carry that that pistol in that purse everywhere mm -hmm. they go. She well, know it. So, and she I, mean, I, 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 I mean, shit. I mean, would 
I mean, I don't know if you was with your son and he was 10, 11 years old and you handed him the backpack and a couple of niggas was jumping you. Do you think your son will reach into that bag and pull that pistol out and blast? More than likely. Your son know what you carrying. Why do, do you think? Perfect example, James. If you and Lionel was together, Lionel was 10, and niggas was trying to fuck with you, and Lionel knew you got that motherfucking pistol in that backpack, what do you think Lionel would do? That's two different things. I don't raise Lionel around my <laughs> All my guns are put away from Lionel. Lionel can't touch nor reach. <laughs> So now see that's gun now people no, that you hear that people that's what you call gun control. No, you feel me? Hold on one second. Let me clear something up, James. That's a that's gun control though. Yeah, that's gun that's, control because yeah. you that's already know. If James in the event that James had guns, because if James being a felon, he can't have no guns around him, so he of course don't have no pistols. Right. So exactly. Heard it a different way. No, I've been out of prison 33 years, man. They can't fuck with me. All my shit is here. I'm, like I'm, shit. I'm, I'm a I'm a real citizen. But see, that I'm goes to that goes to that go that goes to another point, just like with the with the school shootings. You know you got pistols and you know you got grandchildren or children. They shouldn't be able to access those weapons as easily as motherfuckers, you know, sometimes these situations get into. And right. and I don't know if, like, my son is 17. He's going to be 18. He don't have the urge to go out and purchase no motherfucking automatic weapons, you know, just because I turn 18 and I can. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <gasps> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, 
I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Purchase a weapon. He doesn't have that urge of being put in that situation. So I guess this all depends on how you raise your kids and your grandchildren or whatever. And their their motherfucking respect for the pistol. You get me? Well, it's because called, it's like you said. It is called preparation. People uh-huh. are preparing their children to understand the weapon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They might have uh, gun locks and all that. But me, I got a lock on everything I have. You know what I'm saying? Dino couldn't go and touch it. So it's a difference between uh, a parent, grandparent, whomever teaching that kid this type of shit. Lino ain't ready for, I say when he's seven, eight, we're going to start with this BB gun he got. I bought him a BB gun. I take him out in the backyard. He know how to play with that. He know the rules to picking that up, pointing at people. You point it, I take it. You never see it again. You know what I'm saying? So it's rules to the shit. Most people don't understand that. Those that do just get caught, you know, caught up in the hype. Their kids know how to break guns down like you were saying the other day, Noah. This little bitty boy breaking down a motherfucking assault rifle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you see that, eight? Is this shit. Yeah. Did you see that dude? It couldn't have been no more than four. He was younger than Lionel. And was no, in there. Five years bloop, old. Bloop, 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 breaking it down. Like, really breaking it down. And that's what I said. 
while we sitting up here, man, while while we sitting up here watching dances on TikTok and and all the other silly stuff, these people are preparing and training their kids to actually handle weapons. Right. Right. And it's it. I ain't gonna say it's crazy, but you gotta be prepared for what's to come today. We don't know. They talking about COVID is 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 rising high again. You know what I'm saying? You got all these shootings. You know what I'm saying? When I take Lionel to school, I got my pistol. They ain't finna just shoot mine. Exactly. Him off. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it just depends on the people, man. We got people out here. I don't know if it's in the water, but, you know, some of these kids are being trained to use these weapons for their own different reasons. And we'll never know because we're not there, but it's happening. Well, you know what it is, too. I, I think that the level of violence with these youngsters is so much higher because you got to think about it. They've been raised to no. be kind of they've been kind of desensitized to violence, because if you look at the video games, they are so realistic. Nowadays, you got kids to sit up all day and play Call of Duty and they have actual, you know, instead of using a regular joystick, hey, you know, how they got the guns that you can actually buy now. Oh, yeah. So exactly. these kids is really learning how to use, and they get desensitized because these games look so real. It really looked like you out there gunning people down when you're playing them. You think about it, that all started with, what's the game they had back in the day? You were in the actual game. Um, it was one of my Grand favorite. Theft. Grand Theft Auto. Everybody played Oh, I, I had to stop Lionel from that one because one day I'm sitting here and he say, kill that nigga. What? <laughs> 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 The, the, the PlayStation <laughs> gave me sense. And he can't play that game. That game out of here. You can't play that no more. But it all yeah, there's, there's... like I said, you know, we gotta we gotta watch what our kids do. Mm -hmm. We gotta watch what they watch on TV. Oh. So and and with these phones. You know what I'm saying? My grandson five years old, but he get on my phone and he know how to block people. How in the hell you know that shit? So he I know how to block people on the phone? He know how to block people on the phone. He know how to take my phone, go to a video, and transfer it to the TV and watch it. You only five, mm -hmm. and I ain't taught you that shit, because I don't know how to do it. Oh, well, yeah, these kids these kids is up on the technology, you best mm -hmm. believe. They up right. on it. They know everything. They know everything about it, how to use it, how to control it, how to download it, and how to motherfucker fuck with it. So hey, they're very knowledgeable about technology, the children hey, are today. Hey, check this out. I come in my office, and I'm, I walk past it, but I see this little dude sitting in my seat, right? I'm like, what the hell he doing? Now, he doesn't see me turn the computer on, put in my little password. This dude is sitting at the computer playing Poppy Playtime or some shit. How did you get in here? Give <laughs> me your password. Well, my password is like eleven letters and 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 two numbers. How did you do that? He got it a shut up. Yeah, memory. I had to change my memory. memory. Now every time I, I come in here, he on the computer. I took a picture of it and put it on Facetime. I mean on Facebook. The dude just amazed me, man. How did you learn how to use this damn thing? Yeah, we have to be able to get a kid's credit nowadays. Like I said, they're very knowledgeable about stuff. But then that's like a catch-22 is good and bad because the youth pick up on a lot of shit that they see. 
and right. they incorporate that. And so if you don't have enough control or that discipline, how you raise your children or grandchildren, then they'll pick up on the bad habits of the Internet or social media or whatever. And it, it becomes fucked up because sometimes that shit overtakes their brain and how young they are. They're not able to process shit. So they don't understand a lot of shit. But picking up and technology and all that shit, kids, man, nowadays, like I tell kids, when I used to coach football and I had kids playbooks and they see all the X's and O's and this and that. And parents used to be like, you think they're going to understand all that? I said, man, a kid will go home, turn on the computer right now, download an app and show you how to do some shit in five seconds. So don't don't uh, you know, don't knock that shit about them being knowledgeable about pad and pen shit, because kids are very knowledgeable today. That's why I say you have to watch what kids show, you know, with how the how social media is and how TV is. And, you know, kids get very confused about shit they see at a young age. Because now every now everything is accepted. If you you know what I'm saying, back in our days, a lot of shit wasn't accepted. A lot now, a lot of shit is accepted when it comes to social media and the internet, and even with motherfucking mainstream television. You get me? A lot of shit is accepted nowadays. That as we were growing up, we never saw that shit. You get me? Or it was kept oh, away no. from us. Now look right. at this. Now this is how this altercation ended, right? And this is the real kicker right here. The Memorial Day celebration was cut short by the fatal altercation shortly before midnight on May 30th. After the 10-year-old allegedly fired the gun, Isaac took the weapon from the girl and showed no remorse or care for the injury sustained by Rogers. As Isaacs and her daughter walked back to their residence, police wrote an affidavit. So pretty much this little girl shot this woman. Woman grabbed her purse and her gun. They walked back to the crib like nothing happened. And see, my thing is this. I would hate to see any kid at 10 get caught up in the system, but this little girl obviously knew what she was doing. She shot this woman in the head, and it sounded like to me it wasn't her first time doing something like this. Well, it's probably her first time shooting somebody, but she she was taught well. And then for mama to walk back in, in the house, back in the house, mama should go to the fucking penitentiary. I don't give a fuck who it is and who says she shouldn't. Mama is her teacher. Mama is responsible for that ten-year-old child, so if they don't if they don't make the parent accountable for what happened, she just took a life. Exactly. You know, speaking of penitentiary, and I ain't gonna stay on this too long, but um, I was just reading something online, right? And I ain't gonna talk about it in a long time. They about to make somebody pay for that Tupac shooting, dog. Right. I, I've been reading lately that they um. I guess the Keefe D dude, what's his real name? Keith Davis? I don't know his real name. Don't want to yeah, know. Yeah, don't know his real name. But anyway, they are back to investigating that dog. They not know they not letting this go. Well, see, is the difference. And cats don't understand that is a statue. There's no statue of limitation on murder. Mm-hmm. So if you continue to start, if you continue to write books, interviews, social media you got you caught up. So now Metro, after 27 years, say, fuck it. We dropped the ball back then, but now we got a guy saying, wrote a book, doing interviews. All of this is is evidence against him, regardless of what. Undisputed. So a lot of people is getting at the police. Why the fuck y'all didn't do whoop-de-whoop-whoop? Might be... uh, 
uh, what you call them, uh, people, his family. You know, somebody in his family saying, this man is, is, is confessing. What the fuck? So they get a lawyer. They lawyers start doing petitions. And then here you go. Now you and you going to jail. So you don't think the proper agreement he signed is going to be um, relevant in this thing? No, that's Las, this Las Vegas. This Las mm. Vegas. Las Vegas ain't got shit to do with that. Exactly. It, got, it only has something to do with the case that he was on. With whatever... Uh... AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. 
it's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Which economy was fucking with if the police... FBI, whoever, that only got something to do with that. Has nothing to do with Las Vegas. And you know what I thought about, too? Not only did Tupac get murdered, but that was an attempt on Suge's life, too. And he said, yeah, both of them was in the car together. Yeah, both of them was in the car together. So they may be looking at it, and I doubt Suge is going to go, you know, do a, you know, go be a witness in that stuff. I doubt Suge, you know what I'm saying? decide to um, testify against him or whatever like that. He might not want to be involved, but no. that's just a lesson right there, man, about the dangers of this internet. I think people get on here sometimes and forget that they talking to thousands of people, sometimes millions of people. Well, after so many years and nothing ever happened, nobody ever come at you, you feel you got away with something. And now you bragging it's from an interview to bragging. So this is how the family people, they family, Tupac family members, whomever, feeling about it. He's bragging about killing my cousin, my nephew, my 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 brother-in-law. So that's what happens. And you know, that's all from people want to go after Tupac, something that Tupac have, or just be on social media. But at the end of the day, yeah. if they come at him and they feel they got enough to come at him, they're going to they gonna go get him. Well, it's for sure getting people, a lot of people caught up now because you got rappers going to jail right now for just writing certain stuff in their songs. And I don't know where these kids get there from, dog, where they just, we talked about it before, so I ain't going to be the dead horse. But these guys are actually going out making songs and whole records. I crept on the block and pulled out the Glock, shot the home, shot the op in his head, and I fled back to the hood, you know? So they really, the police are sitting up there listening to these songs like, hmm. Okay. Police sitting back listening to everything that they listen they listen to Gangster Chronicles. They listen oh, to sure. everybody's platform. So what they do is just like the FBI sit back and wait for terrorists to come through the airport. So they got a, a task force. Now they was doing this to to us when I was a chosen few. And they would they would let you know they doing it. Ain't nothing you can do about it, but motherfuckers continue to do what they do, and they still doing it now today. They still yeah, do it. It is, it's crazy, and I'm gonna tell you too, social media is getting people caught up. How do you think they caught all the people with them? Hey, you mentioned the PPP loans earlier, right? 
You know, right. and they're starting to prosecute people. You're seeing it now where cats all over the country is going to jail for a million dollars in fraud, two million dollars in fraud, three million. And in some cases, they didn't actually commit that much fraud, but they put another stuff on them because they're going back to their Facebook pages, their Instagram pages. Dudes out there with um, looking like Mr. T with all the jewelry around their neck, new cars, flashing cash. That's the stuff they go pull out in court. You dummy. Right. Exactly. That's stuff they go pull out in court. It's all kind of cats getting caught up now, man, because of the internet, because of this computer, dog, because of these cameras. You're right. And that's why I tell you that, you know, when you get into those arguing matches and all of that other shit, it's like a red flag. That's why we we don't even go near that type of shit. Because who wants them motherfuckers in your business? You don't want them in your business. You don't want them to come to you just because we mentioned a motherfucker that got killed. We mm -hmm. don't need that shit. So that's not our business. Yeah, exactly. You know and you I'm know what? Hopefully, um, because you know, I don't want to see no brother go to jail, man. Hopefully, um this situation with him get resolved or whatever, man, and he going about his business. But then the same token, you got some people, like you said, family members that's upset. They love, they lost a loved one. They're not giving a damn about what he going through right now. They want justice. Right. And, and they, they might not never get it, Norm. You know what I'm saying? It all depends on the police in Las Vegas. It all depends on it all depends on what they got going on, man. But you know what, though, man? We go get up off of that, man. Um, back to this PPP stuff, man. It's it's a lot of insanity going on about that, man. They're about to start giving dudes some football numbers behind all that, man. They have guys, man. They talking about giving some of these dudes like five years, ten years. These dudes about to serve some real time behind that fraud. So oh, they, yeah, definitely. They going after the motherfuckers that that that's in the million dollar category or are they going at the ones that just got 30,000, 45,000? Oh man, they got one cat, man. It, it says on the, um, they got all this stuff on the, um, United States Department of Justice website, right? Uh -huh. They got a Florida guy that was arrested for $2.5 million in COVID relief fraud. A former Massachusetts resident and owner of a Massachusetts-based painting company has been arrested and charged in connection with allegedly filing a fraudulent loan application to obtain $2.5 million in paycheck protection fraud loan funds under the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. Guy's name is Venetia Santana, 34, Boca Raton, Florida, and formerly of Revere, was charged with one count of wire fraud. Santana was arrested Monday evening at Miami International Airport. He appeared in federal court in Miami yesterday afternoon and will appear in Massachusetts at a later date. So Santana allegedly listed five employees in an average monthly payroll of between $10,000 and $18,000 were, were denied. In the fourth application, it is alleged that Santana falsely claimed to have 154 employees and an average monthly payroll of $1 million. On May 11, 2020, a bank issued Santana's company a $2.5 million loan based on allegedly false representations in the fourth application. After receiving the funds, it is alleged that Santana misused the loan proceeds to buy cars and invest in cryptocurrency. See, if the dude would have did the right thing, it sounded like at least 
if he would have went up and hired them people and actually used the money what it was supposed to be used for to actually keep your business going during the pandemic, he would have been good. And see, this is what pisses me off. I know a lot of people, like I'm sure you know people, A, you know people, James, that couldn't get the PPP loans and get the real help that they needed for their businesses because you got a whole bunch of people out here committing fraud. You know, sometimes it's crazy, and, and you know everybody going to take advantage of that shit. You know, they go by social uh, zip codes and shit, but who qualify for what? Some people, the people that really needed that got a business and they, they crying out for help, they say, fuck you. But somebody don't even got paperwork, no nothing, and just saying they got a business, them the motherfuckers that was getting it. Oh, man. Wear their ass out. <clears throat> and I'm going to tell you now, I'm not going to sit up here and put the homies on blast or nothing, but it was a whole bunch of cats that just made up, they, they own donut shops car washes and all kind of stuff and they got the money and I'm looking at it like this. I got a homegirl that got a real restaurant, right? She was really going to have to lay her employees off and she didn't want to. She applied for the loan twice. They told her that she didn't have enough employees. She got eight employees. They said, oh, that's not enough. So what was she supposed to do? Go back and lie and do some fraudulent together? Right. So she pretty much, you know, barely by the grace of God, her restaurant messed around and survived and she back open and doing okay now. But you had a whole bunch of people that couldn't get the loans. How many people did you know ate that had real businesses that needed that help that couldn't get it? I mean, see, there was a couple of dudes I knew who had motherfucking, uh, who had, um, damn, where am I at? Hold on. You know what? I, I'm like this. They made a couple it of dudes. I know a couple of dudes who had like little restaurants or whatever, whatever, but a lot of these PPTP dudes didn't even have businesses. They just they just paperwork the shit. You get me? Mm -hmm. I can false paperwork the shit, send the shit in, and the motherfucker gonna give me two million dollars. A lot of these dudes didn't have uh businesses with 10, 15, 20 employees and all that shit. So a lot of the shit was just fraudulent from the jump. Yeah, you know what? Now, I will tell you this. The majority of brothers I knew actually did right with the money. Like, I know guys that expanded on their businesses. I knew dudes that had other stuff going on. Um, and they did a good thing with it, man. So they coming down for it. And the biggest thing, way these people are getting caught, man, is just by sheer greed, dog. By just being greedy, going out buying cars, going out buying jewelry. And well, just that's the kind of part of it. That's the that's the silly part of it, Norm. But look at how shit is today, and motherfuckers barely can eat. Go into the market today and go sh go uh, grocery shopping. Let's say two hundred fifty bucks in your pocket. Mm -hmm. You might come out with two bags, especially if you're trying to get meat. Shit is so fucked up. I'm gonna do, man. Give me the PPP. Let's try to do something. They're giving it away. Motherfuckers done find a way to finesse that shit and get it. And they was getting it quicker than the people that really needed it. Fuck it. I would have took it. Yeah, for real. So if you out there don't did it, better get prepared for it because they coming for you. But exactly. Yeah, you better get prepared for it. Some of that money, if you got some, you better put it up to pay for that lawyer. But right. you know what, man? We go go ahead, man, and uh, close shut this one down, man. And uh, 
What y'all got going on this weekend, fellas? I ain't got shit. I'm a, uh, I just put a one of them uh, grills together. So I got a couple of my homeboys, my club brothers coming through. We're going to do some steaks and shit. So we just chilling. Yeah, for sure. You on the road this weekend, Nate? No, I'm at the. I'm chilling this weekend. Actually, um, I got a. Um, I got some shit coming up with Spice One and Ice T uh, in next month. So I'm getting ready to finish that up. Got a couple of shows coming up. About to hit the road. I got to go to Brazil next month. So mm. I'm about to get back on this road, man, for well, a minute. Yeah, go pick that money up. Hey, and you know, hey, before you go, because you got this badge, you don't never speak on your albums. You got a new album out. You got a couple of projects that's coming up, right? I got Revolution and Progress album out right now. Mm -hmm. I'm about to drop this official re-up album on the 17th. And then I got another project dropping in August. So, yeah, we, we moving right now. Y'all heard that. Go support both of those and we out of here. Right. Yeah. And my brothers, peace. All right, peace. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician 
that come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.